We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Happy holidays. I wanted to say like, hi. And then I was going to say like a character from the Christmas story. Like, hi, Mary. Or like, hi, Mer. But I couldn't think of anything good. Mary Mer. Oh, I thought you meant the Mary's movie. the mother of God. I thought you meant the movie Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> Like, naturally that is a scary, naturally very specific opening you pagan harlot <laughs> what was the you did not think name? of the story of the birth of the savior what was the mother's name in a christmas story oh god i have no idea well i know okay what is it mother parker <laughs> great Great. Dad, Welcome to Hot Drinks. And the dad was old man Parker. And did you know that the actress who played the mother in that was also the mother of the little boy in Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Oh, fascinating. I've Not in real that. life. Sure. Actors. They're just like us, you know? God damn it, you guys. Hi, anyway, welcome to Hot Drinks. This is a podcast. Um... um <laughs> My name is Brother Coffee. Mm, hmm Yeah. And, I am. Oh, go ahead. Well, introduce yourself and then I just want to give a disclaimer. Oh shit. Okay. I always right. like to I always like to start creative products with a disclaimer. <laughs> I you like, know? I like to start with preambles. But anyway, okay. I am Sister Latter day Twaint. You can call me Twaint, Sister Twaint. You can call me L D T. You can call me Sister T. L-G-T? What does L- that mean? L-D-T for Latter-day Twain. Oh, okay. Okay. After I give my disclaimer, this will make more sense. Or for lots of dick tonight. <laughs> anyway, what's your Perfect. disclaimer? Okay. So, it's Christmas Eve. This was the only day that Sister Twain could record because she's been working 100 hours a week. <laughs> doing many jobs and also doing your tarot readings, which sounds like are going very well. It's going really well. I've been book solid. I have no extra time, but that's yeah, the so point. Yeah, so if people want tarot readings, they should slide into your DMs and get their uh-huh. tarots read. Every time you say slide into my DMs, I get, like, wet. Yeah, I mean, I mean it in a horny way. Oh, I'm so horny all the time. Okay, what? So, so you said, let's record the 24th, and I said Christmas Eve, and you were like, yeah, that's literally the only day I have free, and I was like, okay, great, because I don't have my kids tonight. So I messaged you at about two o'clock today and I was like, Hey, just let me know when you want to record. I've dropped the kids off. Like I'm home all night. I did not hear from you. <laughs> I had an alcoholic beverage. Okay. I had a, I had a second alcoholic beverage. Okay. I, and then I thought I should have an edible. And then I had a third <laughs> alcoholic beverage. Did I already say third? Or is this mm-hmm. the first time I've said third? This is the first time you've said okay. third. Okay. And then I had a fourth, I poured a fourth alcoholic Uh, beverage. uh, I'm drinking it now. And then you were like, okay, I'm ready to record. And I was like, the fuck? Like I had, that ship sailed hours ago. I thought we were, I thought. Mm, I don't buy it. But here we are. I think this was your plan. This was your plan. (laughs) So I'm, I'm not in my best producer hat self. You know, I'm not doing my greatest work as a producer of this podcast. But what I am doing is I'm eating some of the fried chicken and olive bites from Trader Joe's. Oh, shit. And those are delicious when you're high, FYI. Goddamn. They're like a ball of chicken with an olive inside. So they're really salty and briny and savory. Anyway, they're really good. So That sounds fucking great. A ball of chicken with an olive inside? Is it a black olive? Yeah, I do Christmas Eve really well. It's a green olive with a pimento. Goddamn. So anyway... I Here we are. am having a, well, I got off work at two today because my, where, where I work, they closed at two today and I came home and, um, said hi to my kids. Hi, bye. I don't exist now. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm taking a nap. Cause Please I never don't talk to me. Yeah. Right. Um, 
And while I was taking a nap, they went to Little Twaints. Uh huh. Um, and they've been doing games and having pizza and stuff. <clears throat> and I am awake. I have awakened to an a still empty house. <gasps> and this. This I, is the greatest. You guys this know is this the gift of Christmas, right? I don't care. I mean, I don't care what I'm doing in it. There's just something so magical because I'm an empath. Right. And um, when I have the house to myself, I don't have to like maneuver through other energies. I can just be in my own energy, which is awesome. In all the history of the world and all the history of gift giving, there have been three truly great gifts. Number one was when God gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. Number two was those people in like, oh, Henry that did like the hair and the combs. And I don't remember what she got him. That's number two. Oh, my God. And number three was your kids going to Little Twain. So you have an empty house for like several hours one night. I, I would like to submit three different things. Okay. Okay. The Go. greatest gift given to mankind was when... C. Jane Kendrick, may she rest in peace. No, just kidding. That's not funny because everyone no, she knows because everyone's dying. died this year. So don't make <laughs> jokes about dying. Um, she'll laugh. Um, anyway, but when she wrote, blogged about her journey out of the Mormon Church, which helped people in the Provo Orium and surrounding Orium. Did I say Orium? Orium? You did. <laughs> Orium areas. Uh, understand that they're not alone and then eventually leave the church that was number one number that was a good gift yeah number two was not oh henry's gift of the magi but what did she cr- get oh she gave him a watch chain yes he gave her combs for her hair and she gave him a watch chain right right gross number her two- long gross hair was, i'm sure it had split ends it's disgusting well of I course it. it did i mean they i didn't hate it have, they didn't know have... it wasn't beautiful hair What's the, I have a favorite, well, anyway, okay, I'm going off on a tangent. Anyway, the second Number greatest two. gift is uh, this new bread that I've discovered, the greatest <laughs> gift to mankind. It's called croissant toast. Oh. It's by a brand out of San Francisco called La Boulangerie, San Francisco. Okay. Where do and we buy this bread? Harmons? The package says super flaky croissant toast. Toast me, toast me, toast me with an Ooh, exclamation point. Toast me, motherfucker. Yeah. I got hot. it at Whole Foods. Oh, oh, I don't go there. Yeah. And the third greatest gift to mankind is when my little kids went to Sister Twain. Sister Twain, little Twain's tonight. Anyway, okay. Anyway. I am drinking a cup of coffee. <clears throat> That has bourbon and Chambord liqueur. In oh, it. I love that. I can't believe yeah. you're drinking coffee at 7.51 p.m. Well, it's I, Christmas I would... Eve and okay. there's still shit to do. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Um, I hate, I'm I hate drinking... it. <laughs> what? I'm drinking. Right now I'm just drinking a mule because mm-hmm. I needed a palate cleanser. But what I was drinking, you know, my favorite uh, screwball um, peanut butter whiskey. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. So my sister found, Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, found a recipe on for a cocktail where you basically heat up apple cider. You then you mix that with screwball and a little bit of cinnamon. And it's like a hot cider, peanut butter, apple kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple of those before the Moscow Mules. But what I do want to say about that recipe is she recommends you rim the glass... You, that you, you know, normally when you rim a glass, you like rub like a lemon on it and then you dip it in like salt or sugar or, you know, whatever. But like, yeah. So, what this recipe recommended is that you rim the glass in peanut butter. I knew Ugh. it. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And then you dip it in brown sugar. Can you, can you imagine? Thought. Uh, yeah. I used drinking, to drink that when I was four. I was too much. Too much. Um, I can't, I can't drink. Uh, a peanut butter and apple flavored drink, like an already very sweet drink, through <laughs> a layer of peanut butter and brown sugar. <laughs> anyway, rim so the despite glass. My, 
Despite my love of rimming, I did not rim the glass. <laughs> and I just drank a couple of those and they were delicious. I swear to God, rim the glass, slide into my DMs. Right. What, what, what are you playing at, Gavna? Um, your sister, who is, for all intents and purposes, very recently out of the church, is getting crazy. Yeah. No, she's... Um, so when I left the Mormon church, I went to my brother. Oh, that church. Yes. I went to my brother and he sort of taught me to drink, which was super helpful. Like he had me try a bunch of stuff at his house so I could figure out what I like. He taught me how to order in a bar. It was actually really helpful because I was a 37 year old man who had never touched alcohol in my life. Right. And then very quickly, my brother is a very, like he drinks like whiskey neat, like whiskey on the rocks. You know what I mean? He's a very, he just drinks like, he drinks things clean. Yeah. So he taught me to drink and then I kind of, quickly started making cocktails and he was like oh you've surpassed me like whatever so then becky b-e-c-k-y started drinking and (laughs) she she every every once in a while just sends a text of a beautiful cocktail she's made and i'm like like i'm kind of i've just become like the lazy person that just does like mules every night because that's easy but every night she's like i made a cranberry pomegranate uh I don't know, fizz or something. And like, it looks beautiful. And anyway, and it's got so a sprig of rosemary, which she yeah. lit on fire for five seconds. And then it she always blew has it a out. sprig of rosemary. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she's really become the master. Oh, amazing. Um, do you have any women's work today? What's women's work by the way? And that, well, that's housekeeping. So, oh. you know, just some things we need to tidy up around here. Cause that's cool. what, what women should do is tidy those things up. God damn it. Um, I don't have any, uh, I will say, I've been watching Christmas movies today. I watched two the two gay uh, like Hallmark movies, even though even though neither of one of them is Hallmark. Um, the first <laughs> one, I cannot remember. It's called like Dashing in December or Dashing something. Anyway, it's oh, on the geez. Paramount Network, which you didn't know was a thing, <clears throat> and it is <laughs> awful. It was so bad so bad it of was course. so bad and it had like weird product placements for like philadelphia cream cheese so maybe they were a sponsor and it and it also like was it on this ranch at christmas because you know they're always a ranch they're always like the big city lawyer comes home to the ranch you know like every Walmart <laughs> movie. but like literally this movie was filmed in july and they didn't even try there was like a handful of like fake snow like sprinkled on the pine trees and then sprinkled on the like aspens covered in bright green leaves and then sprinkled on the grass that was bright green grass and they were like oh it's december so anyway it was terrible (laughs) but there was a scene where the two gay love interests were both wearing um their underwear so that was good so then (laughs) second but i will say as terrible as that movie was there was a special scene where the golden retriever gay asked the sad goth dark gay to dance and then he turned on the music and it was Casey Musgraves and I like teared up I was like I just want a golden retriever gay to ask me to dance so anyway so then I watched this what's a golden retriever gay like an all American no so every gay couple in every gay couple there are two people one of them is a golden retriever gay and one of them is his sad goth boyfriend so there's always one that is like like with your husband Gary and his partner His partner is the golden retriever and Gary is the sad goth gay. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, he's like a little more concerned and studious and in his head and whatever. Okay. Like, is like a golden retriever puppy, like, loves everyone, takes care of everyone, you know? So, yeah, every couple. So, Gary is the dark academia gay. Right. The dark goth gay. His fiance is the cottage core gay. Yes. Right. The golden retriever. Anyway. Got it. So that was movie number one. They danced to Casey Musgraves. A tear came into my eye and I just wanted a golden retriever gay. Number two, I watched the other gay movie, which is on the Lifetime Network, not the Hallmark Channel. And it is called The Christmas Setup. The mom in this movie is Fran Drescher of the nanny fame. Oh, God. And it was actually really good. (laughs) It was really well made, very cute. Anyway, I'm a fan. So that's what I've been doing. Women's work. What are you doing? Here's my women's work. I just want all our patrons of the Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot drinks. 
Right. I wonder if in England they say Patreon. Patreon.com slash hot drinks. Hot drinks. Um, I want everyone to know that for my ministering visit, I will be blogging again. And it's going to be a letter to my daughter, Emma, the one who lives in Brooklyn. Wow. That sounds good. Yeah. I, I should join that Patreon. I think you should. It's got great so, content. And if I buy a year in advance, I get 15% off. Um, I did. What did a you deal. That, did you notice that I did my ministering visit today? Yes, I noticed it. I didn't look at it, though. Oh, thank you. Thanks for your support of my work. <laughs> um, I wrote, it's, I wrote, call, it's called A Prayer for Solstice in 2020. I, think. I did. I did. Did you say solstice? Yeah. Not solstice? I don't know what I said. I'm eating a chicken ball. <laughs> With an olive in it, no less. It's okay, so anyway, good. It's anyway, it's, so it's a little wish. It's kind of, it's a little prayer. It's a prayer. Okay. Okay. It's a prayer to um, Dolly in heaven above. <laughs> and just, it's asking for, I don't know. It's a blessing on, it's a reflection on 2020 and a blessing for the future. So that's all I'll say. So if you're, you've got to be the glory in the stars and higher to get the ministering visit. So if you're in the glory of the stars, you can read my prayer of Thanksgiving. And I encourage you to read it with your children tonight, instead of reading the, you know, the, the Christmas story from Luke? the Bible, from yeah. Luke, or from the script <laughs> by Paramount for the movie, A Christmas Story. <laughs> anyway, do you have any women's work? Yes. Uh, I already mentioned the letter to Emma that I'm going to write for our patrons in our Patreon. And then um, my next two items, I just have two more women's work items. Okay. And um, that is two albums have dropped one last week, one at the end of, Oct- end of October that I just discovered this last couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, I don't think I mentioned it the last time we recorded, but the first one that dropped in October, <clears throat> and this is someone, someone I'm typically not really into for no particular reason, uh, is Sam Smith's new album. It's so good. It's so good. It's called Love Goes. It's so good. He, okay, they... two things. They, well, I was reading an article. Okay, Sam Smith is non-binary. He came out right. last year. But in the article that I read, he says that for now, he's still using he, him pronouns. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So I, I mean, corrected. But that was in 2019. I, I haven't read anything more recent than that. So, okay. Uh, but I'll just call him Sam. Um, sure. He is looking thick. I don't know if yeah. you've noticed that. Yeah. And he's just like unabashedly like doing choreography in a tank top and yeah have you seen that oh my god no i have not but i will watch it oh my i i I, you're gonna love it um so sam smith's album two songs in particular when they come on uh, all of these songs are so good but two songs in particular when they come on that i have listened to on repeat you know how you can set it to just that one Uh song (laughs) Amazing what technology can do. <laughs> one is called Diamonds. And yeah. one is called um, Kids Again. Hang on. My brain is really... Yes, Kids Again. Uh, so those for what it's worth. And then Paul McCartney dropped an album last week. Oh, I didn't it's, know that. Yeah, it's called McCartney 3. Because the very first solo album he did was just called McCartney. Okay. Um, so apparently there's been a McCartney too, but I, ha- I he's not always on my radar, um, but I do follow his Instagram and I follow his daughters on Instagram, Stella, who's the fashion designer. Yeah. And Mary, who is a photographer. Yeah. Um, but it's so fun. It's so good. It's so rock and roll. It, and it is so Paul McCartney. So, are you sick of Christmas carols already? Are you sick of Christmas music? And you've got to be no. in the kitchen tomorrow. I, well, no. I'm, I'm. It's the royal you. Um, oh, but... <laughs> I thought you were asking me. I'm like, no, I love Christmas. <laughs> you should listen to Sam Smith's album tomorrow while you're cooking in the kitchen. 
and Paul McCartney's album in no particular say, order. Listen to Paul first, then Sam, whatever. Yeah, like when I um, when I came across Sam's album, and I can't remember why someone recommended it online or something, and so I decided to give it a go. I like I have a friend who's um, very into music and like knows a lot about music, and I I do not. But I messaged her and I was like, wait a minute, do we like Sam Smith? Because I was like, this album is so good. And she was like, what? oh, I know. So she's kind of always loved him. And I've like, I mean, you know, like he's always has a few popular songs every album. And so I've heard a little bit of him here or there, but I've never really like followed anything. But then when I listened to that album, I was like, oh, shit, like this is really good. So, yeah, I, know. I can I concur on that one. I have not heard the Paul McCartney album, but that sounds fun. I'm going to check it's... it out. It's so, so, so good. Even my son, my 17-year-old son, has been listening to it on repeat. Um, The Paul one. I love it. And then the last thing, really quick, because we've already been going 20 minutes, is, um, so I've been working all these jobs. Right. And um, my favorite, favorite Instagram and Twitter personality, Doth. Doth the Goth, yeah. Doth the Goth, T, D as in dog, O, T as in Thomas, H as in hilarious. Horny. Oh, horny. That's weird also. that I didn't think of that. Um, but, so he started this thing where he pulls a card a day. Oh, really? Yeah. And yesterday, I think it was the page of wands. And I didn't look up the meaning. I can kind of get a gist of what the page of wands is about because I'm getting that well versed, but like the specific nitty gritty of it, I don't. Today's card, which was the second one that I noticed that he ever has ever pulled, was the Eight of Swords. Okay. And this card has confirmed to me a decision that I made, oh, less than a week ago. Okay. Which is that I am going to manifest out of this experience that I'm having of constantly working yeah. and still not really being financially solvent. Right. Did, I that? Did I say that right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so in the eight of swords, there is someone bound and blindfolded eight of swords surrounding this person seemingly trapped Uh, Which is a symbol of limiting thoughts, beliefs, and mindsets that prevent her or he or them from moving forward. However, look closer and this person removes the blindfold and quickly realizes that they can escape their predicament by letting go of limiting beliefs and establishing a new empowered mindset. Okay. And so... It can, it totally confirmed that I can totally manifest out of this working 65 to 70 hours a week and still struggling financially and still yeah. worrying financially. Yeah. So I, <clears throat> I don't know what it's going to look like. And our friend Tiff of Tiff and Jack said that how it works out is not our business. It's, it's the universe's job. Right. But So I don't know how it's going to work or what it's going to look like, but I am manifesting that I will only work 25 to 30 hours a week and make significantly more what I'm making now. I'm just being open instead of locking down in an amount because when we lock in an amount, I think we tend to get resistant thoughts. So, yeah. Yeah. So Um, I'm manifesting the same thing. P.S. Oh my God. I did some meditating and journaling during the great conjunction and that was what came to me. Yeah. I I'm using a new app for meditating and journaling and it's called Chani. You know, my friend Chani, I always call her my friend Chani. She's an astrologist, Chani Nicholas. And she um, wrote the book. Um, I can't remember what the book's called. Anyway, she's a lesbian astrologist, blah, blah, blah. She has a new app called Chani and you have to pay a monthly subscription, but it has, your horoscope it has monthly meditations it has anyway so i did that and i'm manifesting the same thing so maybe it'll be this goddamn podcast that'll save us finally <laughs> i know <laughs> or maybe we'll finally write that book we're gonna write that book together and sell yes. it at deseret book and we just need to uh 
let go of our limiting beliefs about how we don't have enough time to dedicate to it and not worry about how it'll work out and just change our thoughts. So the funny thing about this episode is when you, when we started it, you were like, maybe let's just do like a short episode, like 20, like 45 minutes. And we've already talked for 25 minutes. We haven't even gotten to the top five yet. I know. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. No let's pressure on the top goes. five. I can but go this is already, mine. you guys have already had 25 minutes of quality content. So quit your bitching. I know. This is They're just gonna... for you to. This is just for you to listen to while you're hiding in the bathroom at your mother-in-law's house. Oh, that was you. And you're the only one wearing a mask, and everyone else <laughs> refuses. And you just need a break, and so you're listening to this podcast. So it might yeah. not be that long. Maybe you shouldn't be in the bathroom for an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Anyway, so let's. So, do you want to introduce our top five, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll start counting down? Okay. Whoa, 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 yeah. I wish, the gen- I wish the gentle listeners knew how many times you and I just send each other an audio text message that's just one of us singing one of the Miley riffs. Just one in, of those. At like two o'clock on a Thursday, that you get that <laughs> message. Okay. The top five ghosts that of Christmas that we want to haunt us great so let's take a break and then let's talk about ghosts and murder oh my god and we're back (laughs) you sound like delilah (laughs) Oh, I love Delilah. Oh, I can't um, stand that crazy well, bitch. Remember <laughs> how she had a show called Showtune Saturday Night? My no, no, uh, no, but you know how she did. You know I, that. I know how she did. I know how she <laughs> do. Okay. <clears throat> so it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. You go to bed. Five ghosts appear to teach mm-hmm. you some lessons. Yes. Sister Twain sent this idea to me. After the first cocktail, the second cocktail, and the edible. So we'll see what happens. But what's the first ghost that visits you, Sister Mary Latter-day Twain? <laughs> Sister Mary Latter-day I feel like Mother Latter-day Par- Twain's the last name. So I feel like the first name might be. Oh, anyway. ooh, ooh. Or maybe. Um, Judith. Judith Latter-day Twain. Uh, or maybe something like, you know, Ophelia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Now we've gone off the rails. My. That's it. The podcast is over. <laughs> Your number one is. That was it. That there, we, I didn't, we didn't know there was one final straw that would break the camel's back, but now we do. But it's happened. <clears throat> the first ghost that I want to visit me tonight to haunt me, to teach me a lesson, to, to scare the shit out of me and to teach me a okay. valuable lesson is myself. Okay. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> Seriously, I, <clears throat> from time to time, and I don't mean several times a day, but I mean a few times a year, I think right. about adult present day Ashley visiting a younger version of myself, especially like child, like prepubescent. Oh, Okay. To so you're you're selling the pornography out of the palm tree in Louisiana, <laughs> and adult Ashley shows up. No, 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 no. I, I don't. I feel like I might have got a few of that details of that story wrong. You keep feel going. like mm, weird. Um, but no, like uh, <clears throat> when I have these thoughts, I I think I want to go back to that little girl and offer her some comfort and tell her that everything she's doing is, is just right and perfect and that she is so wonderful and this and that. And especially in moments where she was either really sad or really hurt or really scared. My, my dad. Um, But in the Christmas Eve version of this, little Ashley comes to me and teaches me or maybe just is really creepy and has just those like the black eyes with no whites oh maybe yeah yeah and just like 
child who seems like that (laughs) and she's got this thick southern accent which i did people right did and a louisiana right a louisiana country accent is you're selling that porn from under the trailer is very specific it does not sound like right there's not just so what does baby anyway what does baby ashley say to you oh she probably oh god oh i didn't I, I didn't, I don't know if I can hold space for this. You didn't think about the lesson that you wanted her to tell oh, you? Oh, no. Isn't that the whole point of this? Oh, I mean, I guess. But, um, okay. <laughs> let's see. No, give me a second. Give me a second. She's like, hello, adult Ashley. She's. I've been selling porn down by the I bayou. I didn't sell it. I gave I it a... freely. I... And it wasn't. I have a message for I... you from your past. And it wasn't by the and bayou. The message is. It was by the levee. Okay. I think. The levee was dry. The... <laughs> I think the message is going to be something like, you can stop worrying about me. Oh. This breaks my heart. Good, good. You should go visit my inner child. Straighten him up. <laughs> I don't know if you could handle that. Um, no. So, uh, yeah, uh, you don't have to worry about me um, because you're creating a, an incredible life that that little me, and, and little me wouldn't say little me. She'd just say me. Right, um, right. It's exactly what I want. And that, and by that, <clears throat> I don't think little me means the way my life looks, me working so much and not having right. a co-parenting situation. I think what little me means, little me means, is who I've become and my sense of self and my self-actualization. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, she should be proud of that. I think so. And I think... Well, prepubescent me would not probably be excited about this. But I was going to say something about how tight my vagina is still. And that my vulva... Oh, God. That my vulva still looks really, really good. So, anyway. Looks really good. And you've squeezed some children out of those. Yeah. Those vulvas. Yeah. One of them was has been a guest on this pod. Two of them have been guests on this pod. <laughs> I was so confused. And you still... Because you said... It's still a great vulva. Because you said... You squeeze two kids out of those vulvas, and one of them has been a guest on the pod. I was like, my vulva? <laughs> also, when you say, like, those vulvas, I, I think of the car, the Volvo. Anyway, <laughs> okay. so I want to preface my visiting ghosts with just a fact that I know <clears throat> to be true about ghosts. A fact that you know to be true. Okay. Yes. When ghosts appear, okay. they are naked. <laughs> They're not wearing clothes. Because, and so I'm actually really glad that the child ghost has already visited and now we can introduce this concept. The ghosts are not wearing clothes. Like, what, are the ghosts going to go to their, like, ghost dresser and take out their, like, ghost relaxed fit khakis? You know what I mean? Like, where did those clothes come from for the ghosts? Did they go to ghost JCPenney and buy a Tommy Hagar polo? You know what I mean? It doesn't make any I sense. Think... So the ghosts are okay, naked. Sure. Okay, <clears throat> Yeah. So ghosts that appear to you are naked. And if you don't see them, if you don't see their bits, it's because they sort of just like blur the air and you just see like their head and then like a foggy body. So anyway, so my number one ghost, (laughs) are you still here? Yeah, I just had to put that all together in my head. You guys, I wrote these while high. My number one ghost is Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Because I want to see him naked. I bet he looks good naked. Like, he worked out a lot. I mean, you know, he wa- He was like an active person. Mm-hmm. He's Arabic. He probably has really beautiful nipples. Whenever I see a shirtless guy, I always think about his nipples. I don't necessarily judge his nipples, but I'm just curious. Some are like little and pink. Some are big and brown. It's fascinating. But I bet Jesus's are nice. Oh, yeah. He's probably kind of hairy. For sure. He probably has, inher- he probably has inher- a hairy ass, not just in the crack and the hole, but also on the cheeks. Oh, God. You know? So, what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, was would he would he have been circumcised or not? I because I'm too stoned to figure that out. Because in the Bible, with the Jews, anyway, they were all about it, right? He, I think so. So he had a cut dick. Yeah. So anyway, so Jesus, because I want to see him naked. And then he's like, "Let me tell you about loving yourself." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's not where you're here." 
What's your number two? I have to follow up with a thought. So, yes. So, and it's really quick, I promise. But <clears throat> I, I sense Harry. Not just he's not just Harry in the crack oh, and on God. the hole. His cheeks are hairy too. Anyway, what were you uh, saying? I don't think the Republican listens to this, or if he does, he just doesn't <laughs> tell me. But <clears throat> sure. So, so many people in your life listen and don't tell you. Oh, right. So anyway, right. <clears throat> He told me recently, fairly recently, <clears throat> that Jesus jokes aren't his thing. Oh, okay. And so I was like... So he shouldn't listen. And I was like, okay, I will totally honor that boundary. Like, no problem. <clears throat> well, then I got super, super, super drunk this last weekend. Right. And said something about how probably Jesus had an incredible dick. Right. And so I violated the boundary. Uh, that's it. That's oh, okay. all I wanted to say. Okay. Did you, <clears throat> did you have him listen to the episode where I talked about fucking Jesus through the <laughs> hole in his hands? And like I said, I, I kind of, I, I don't know if I want to promote the podcast with him and like, hey, you should listen. Okay. Fair. <clears throat> fair. Um, so what I will say, okay. if he's wondering, if the Republican is listening and he's yeah. wondering, Jesus was the son of God. He could turn water into wine. Of course he had a beautiful oh dick. He's going to come down here with a shitty dick? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He's like, he is this, he has a discount code for the dick building department <laughs> for the spirits of heaven. <laughs> so he's going to come down here with a nice dick. And I bet, anyway. and I bet he's got a great sense of humor about it. I bet yeah, he'd yeah. whack you in the face with it. And Oh yeah, 100%. And he would kind of giggle and be like, hey, do you like that? Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. And when he's peeing, he'd be like, are you looking at me, Peter? Peter, why are you looking at me? Peter, you faggot. Stop <laughs> looking at me. You know, like, it'd be funny. You know, Peter's like, I'm not looking at your dick, my Lord. And he's like, Peter, stop looking. If you want to touch it, you can touch it. You just have to ask me. Anyway. <clears throat> he has a good sense of humor. So what's your number two? And boundaries. Even the son of God has boundaries. Okay, so my number two. But he's like, if, if you want to touch it, Peter, just ask me. I will let you touch it. You don't have to stare at it while I'm pissed. Yeah, you just need my permission. That's a healthy boundary. Yeah, just That's ask. That's a healthy boundary. Yeah. Um, my yeah. number two is Alexander Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, oh, damn. I, like none of the so I was trying to do one of the song lyrics so we could do like a alexander hamilton thing and i couldn't think of it thank Go god ahead. um and all the i just high. want him <clears throat> to pop up randomly he's naked oh, jesus <laughs> he, he is when he comes to see you because that's what you want no it's every I... ghost like he's putting on his ghost doubloons <laughs> like he's going to the ghost Listen. like the ghost stitchery woman get... and picking up his ghost cravat. let me get no. to the point <clears throat> The point is, okay. He pops I just up, want him it. to pop up randomly when I'm driving. He'll just pop up in the right. in the passenger seat, or when like in the cup holder, like in Dolly's Christmas sure. on the Square, or or like if I'm in the shower, he'll just kind of like be in the shower, and you know, or in the corner of my room when I'm sleeping or whatever. And all he's gonna do is say the room where it happens, and then disappear. Why would you want that? Because it will you be so funny. It will be funny. And I'll be like, but Alexander Hamilton. Shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that's, that's amazing. What's your number two? So my number two is um, Edith Piaf. <laughs> that's not even a person. Yes, she is. She's a singer. That's okay. Okay, cool. Okay. She's naked, but that isn't irrelevant in this story. We're just, we just both accept it. Um, we don't talk about it. I just want her to teach me French. Listen, I wrote these when I was okay. High. I don't okay. know. But she'll be real good Edith at teaching Piaf, you that. Teach me French. And I bet she'll get... I just... She'd be great. And, and get real impatient with you when you fuck it up, I bet, too. Yeah. We used to talk <laughs> about Edith Piaf a lot. And, and for those of... And then we'd go, Rian, Rian. So for those of you just stopped. tuning in... Who haven't listened to past episodes, possibly the Republican. Maybe this is the first episode he's ever listened to. Um, 
we talked, we have been talking about Esther Perel since the beginning right. of this. The, the relationship and like love right. coach. <clears throat> and therapist. And right. you would mistakenly call her. Edith Piaf. Except you would say pilaf, like rice pilaf. And I don't know. <laughs> the French chanteuse. None of it makes any fucking sense to me. Like how you no. went from there to there. But anyway. No. And then we would try to sing Edith's songs. And we would just go. Rien à rien. Because that's yeah. French. Anyway. Okay. <clears throat> jokes are always better when you explain them in great detail. <laughs> Uh, my number three. If okay. Be- oh, we're just doing three in the first segment. No. Okay, um, go ahead. Your number three. Is, and I, I don't want anyone to roll their eyes. I mean, it is a little obvious. But just hear me out. Robert Pattinson? It, oh, okay. No, he was, he was definitely on the short list. But <clears throat> I, need, I, need his, I need him to be alive and have a body. Um, right, 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 right. John Lennon. And here's why. Okay. Okay. I just want to have coffee with him every morning. Yeah. I just want to sit at Ghost my, in my lovely kitchen. And He's naked. Uh, <laughs> his, un, his uncut dick is laying across his left thigh. <laughs> it's very long. Anyway. Uh, and we're just sitting there. And I <clears throat> usually get up early enough that I can sit and like scroll on my phone and fuck around on my phone. You know, I right. put my phone to the side. And just talk with John Lennon. Yeah, I support that. And uh, that's how I'd start my day every day. I love that. And if he didn't show up one morning, I would understand. <laughs> You're not mad at the ghost no. of John Lennon. He has. He can't just haunt you. Like he had, probably has a lot of responsibilities. I know. I know. The, probably has to be like a muse to some like artists yeah. or like poets which is probably why he hasn't so, yeah. had coffee with me yet because he's just so busy right it's he's very busy <laughs> yeah what's your number three um so my number three do you watch the show big mouth on netflix i have seen a couple of episodes there have been 15 okay. million people who are like ashley what the fuck is your problem why aren't you watching it but yeah. i mean i get it it's it's <clears throat> like it's very funny and it's very but you know it's a lot of kind of the similar jokes but it is very <clears throat> funny anyway on big mouth there are these creatures called hormone monsters right. and they appear to these children as they are going through puberty and they're the ones that sort of like they're the hormone monster. They're the ones that are like their libido and they're like adult energy or whatever. <clears throat> and they, and the two main hormone monsters are played by, wow, I'm not going to be able to think of celebrities names. The guy that played Job, not Will Forte, Job on Arrested Development. <clears throat> Will Arnett yes. is one of the hormone monsters. And the other hormone monster is that lady that was on SNL. Anyway, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm too high. But, but I want the ghost of my hormone monster to appear to me <laughs> because like the hormone monster is like, it's the sort of animal part of your brain. And it's, you know, it's the one where you like, don't think through decisions. You just like listen to your dick or whatever. I just want a little bit of that okay, in my yeah. life. Like, like I'm too <clears throat> obsessed with the brain and the logic. Like so many guys like me who come out later in life as gay, mm-hmm. just go from like zero to 60. Like they're finally like, I can touch dicks and they go touch every adult dick in right. America, you know, because like, it's like they're released <clears throat> and like the, the, the driving energy of their like desire to touch dicks is stronger than their, you know, fear, insecurity, or, you know, logical brain or whatever. So I just want my hormone monster to come and visit me to like, release a little bit of that. Because mine is the total opposite. Like I, all of my libido and hormones and desire to touch all the adult dicks in America is, and yes, male, male or male presenting gentle listeners, or people with dicks, gentle listeners, I mean your dick. My desire to touch all the dicks in America is overridden by my, like, fear and anxiety and stress and all those other things. So I just want my hormone monster to show up and just clear that out. I think that's one of the best things you've ever said. Yeah, and the hormone monsters, the great thing about the hormone monsters is they're already naked. So it's not weird for them to appear naked. (laughs) I can't. I can't. They have fur and they have horns. 
but right, they're naked. Right. Okay. Let's keep going. And then we'll just make it our episode, like two 26 minute segments. Great. Right. I love it. Okay. <clears throat> I, I bet our listeners are like, wait, I need a break to go refill my coffee cup Pro- on this Christmas morning. Okay. My You're number, number four. four go. is my great grandmother, Gigi. <clears throat> She's she- naked. <laughs> It gets, but it's it fine you don't time. have to talk about it okay you don't have to talk about it you just you're like hello yes, I- Kiki, <laughs> and you don't talk about okay. her body so <clears throat> she was the mother of my maternal grandfather Mima, papa yeah papa um Gigi, Gigi begat right? papa and papa begat uh mama twain no you said maternal. right we don't call her mama twain we call her uh rita or anita oh we do wow okay, you're anyway. drunk so <clears throat> i feel like when she inter- your mother <laughs> let's keep going let's keep talking I'm about sorry. gigi so gigi <clears throat> her name was emma uh-huh and uh she ended up being known as gigi because one of her I don't know if it was a great grandchild or, or grandchild. Couldn't say Grandma McGee. Okay. Right? What a dummy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Stupid kid. Kids are such fucking idiots. <laughs> so, um, anyway, we would go visit her, and she lived in this house <clears throat> in rural Louisiana, a little uh-huh. town called Grayson, Louisiana. And okay. it was this house that was up on. It was up high. I don't know if it was cinder block, but it was up high off the ground. And um, it was just fucking old. It was just an old house. And she lived there alone. She, like, gave birth to seven, eight, nine children. The, <clears throat> her husband was extremely abusive. And... Whenever I would go visit her, she would just have the brightest smile. She wasn't always together, like, with it in the years that I knew her. But, and she would tell us these sweet stories, but her energy was just incredible. Just so gentle and loving and magnetic. And um, I would want her to haunt me, to literally just tell me life lessons, to just, just... Yeah, yeah. just just give me wisdom. <clears throat> right, right. Um, oh, I love she, Gigi. 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 Um, okay. and so that's this is this is just P.S. I don't want to cut off your beautiful story, but there's a kitchen. But I am going to. There's a kitchenwares restaurant in Salt Lake called Orson Gigi, and Tisha would always get annoyed because I would I would do what I just did to your grandmother's name. I'd be like, oh, we could get it from Orson Gigi. Oh my Gigi? god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Like I couldn't, and she would be like, "It is fucking Gigi. <laughs> it's just Gigi. It's not that goddamn Good fucking hard, to straight man." So anyway, so sorry, uh, screwing up that name is. This is not the first time. Uh, that's it. That's the end. I just, uh, I miss. That's the I whole miss story. Her energy, her sweet, sweet. Yeah. We were always so excited to see her, even though she never really remembered our names. Um, she never really had like anything fun to eat. It wasn't about that. It was just kind of like literally just listening to her tell a story. And it was always a silly story, not about her personal life. It was like a story about a fly or, you know, something like that. Yeah. What, that. What's your new middle cats with? So my number four um, is Julia Child. <laughs> she's She's naked. <laughs> She's like six one, you guys. She was very. Tall. She was one tall. And of her, a bitch. and her and her husband were very into sex, but that's not why she's coming to talk to me. I just want her to teach me to make macaron okay. or macaroons. Yes. You know, you know how I make really, really good cookies. Yes. I don't make really, really good macaron. Okay. How do you say that word? Macaroons. Okay, yes, that does sound like how you say it. <laughs> anyway, I just want to learn to make those from Julia, from a naked ghost of Julia Child. What's My your number, number five? five? Is actually an anecdote about how I kind of did have a visitation. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
<clears throat> and if she wanted to come to me again tonight in my dreams or when I wake up to, you know, go pee one of the 17,000 times that I do that in the night. Oh, I'm um, sorry. <clears throat> the vagina's tight, but the urethra has loosened <laughs> a little bit. Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> it was my paternal grandmother. She died when I was a week old. If you, if, if you're a patron, you have listened to the tiny baby podcast that I started called, um, little purgatory, which is about my dad and his abusive mother <clears throat> and his, his, a little bit about his childhood. So, um, I want to say a month ago, a friend of mine posted on Instagram or Facebook, one or the other, that her mother was um, wanted to become a professional reader. That's the word she used, reader, and um, that she'd been doing it for years, but wanted, but want has been practicing and actually doing some some type of like actual structured training, <clears throat> and that she needed some practice before she started like trying to make money with it. And so I was like, me, me, me. And I didn't realize that the reading wasn't a tarot reading. It is actually like, um, she speaks to someone who has passed on, who oh. uh, has a message for you. And so. Oh, so it's like a medium. Yes. Reading. And so. <clears throat> I don't know if there's a word for we're that. We're doing this over Zoom, of course. And. Um, or FaceTime, whatever. And she said, so I can't like summon anyone for you. If you say, you know, I'd really like to talk to this person or that person. Just, I, you know, I get in my connective space and um, I open up and whoever wants to come in <clears throat> and present themselves. Um, it, that's just what happens, you know, like, and I, and I kind of tell yeah. you who it is. And so we, she kind of right. rides the wave. She's not. Yeah. And so it was <clears throat> Alma. Her name was Alma, my dad's mom. She's the woman who adopted uh -huh. my dad. She's not the woman who put my dad in a, in a closet and abandoned him in a cage, Yeah. Um, which was my dad's birth mother. So the woman who adopted my dad, Alma who I heard stories of growing up over and over and over the same stories over and over about all the horrible, horrible things she did. And yes, they were horrible. And she came to uh, my friend's mom in this reading. And <clears throat> after we figured out who it was, and I did not expect this at all because like she was not in my life. She died when I was an infant. Um, what she said to my friend's mom, the gist of it was, I have so much love and I am so, so sorry and I am with you and I watch you and I just feel so much love and joy watching you in your life. And then her one ask was, change the legacy, please change the legacy. Oh, wow. And I, I don't know if I've specifically figured out what she meant by that, but the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, easy. I could stop telling those stories. Yeah. And I think there's purpose in telling stories and breaking them down and analyzing them and working through them and stuff like that. But they're more like interesting, like party stories now. Yeah. And yeah. apparently I, I kind of what I got is that every time one of us decides to tell that story, she's there and she's listening and it just breaks her heart. And I know. Oh, and she just said, she just was awful. like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> and then there was this weird thing. And this is the haunty part where she, the, the woman doing the reading was like, I'm seeing a dark alley. It's like a dark alley type street at night and it's raining i can't see what's happening there or what happened there but alma is saying i'm so sorry i didn't know what i was doing I know. 
Halloween episode or a goddamn I Christmas, think Christmas episode? Christmas is spooky as fuck. So spooky. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, what's yeah. your last one? Okay, so uh, ghosts are naked. <laughs> reminder. So the number five is Joseph. <laughs> okay, I cannot wait to get into this. All right, what is Joseph? What is naked Just... Joseph telling you? I don't care. I just want to see him naked because I would imagine that like he's pretty in shape. You know, he's like a farmer and like a blacksmith or something and like a grave robber, you know, like all activities require like some upper body strength. So he's probably got some nice like titties, you know, but he's probably like a little bit chubby too. He's not like cut, but he's like muscly, but also chubby. He has a huge ass. Like, Are we talking like, um, Jonathan Groff. Yeah. Oh, like bounce, like throw a quarter and it will bounce back and poke <laughs> your eye out. Because remember, he was famous for doing those racially named Indian leg wrestles where you would lay next to someone and then you'd kick your leg up and like yeah. hook their leg. I mean, that is That's all ass. ass. Power. That is That's, all so- ass. And he was like undefeated. So that, so that power ass. Like it is thick. So do you, are you thinking that he's but probably like, a bottom like then? Jesus he's probably is. like a power bottom. Oh, oh, he's a okay. power bottom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not hairy like Jesus's. It's a little, it's like the blonde kind oh. of peach fuzz and then a little bit of darker blonde <laughs> specifically around the hole. Oh, but like, yeah, but he's just like, he's like muscly, but like a little bit chubby, the dump truck of an ass. Like, I don't think his dick is huge. It's like kind of fat. But like average size, but like nice, oh, like sure. good proportions. Oh yeah, you know. So anyway, that's all. And then he's like, "Let me tell you," and I'm like, <laughs> "Shut up, pedophile! I just wanted to see you naked. That's all." And he's gonna be like, "But no, wait, wait! I really do want to try to explain." But he's like, "But I have a message," and I'll be like, "You fucking ruined <laughs> my life. So I'm just here to ogle the goods. Turn around, oh. okay." That's all. And so he will all. be like, I was a treasure hunter. And you're, no, you fuck, you <laughs> shut the fuck up. You were a grave robber. He'll be like, I saw three distinct personages in the Godhead. And I'll be like, you did not in your first several visions. You did in that thing later, Joseph. We all know. Okay. Anyway, bend over. So that's Merry all. Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Um, Hanukkah's over. But I mean, it can still say it. No, sure, but I mean, like the Hanukkah. Well, if anyone listens to this, this in the point. past, oh, oh, or like next oh. Christmas, I next was December, get, I was trying and to get spooky, Hanukkah and yet. you ruined it. Okay. Oh no, I'm just thinking about the oh. girls of our podcast. Um, <laughs> that that was a joke. Anyway, we hope that you have a, a merry job. Christmas. Merry, have a just have a great day tomorrow. Whatever the fuck you do, just... yeah. And and if you're if you're in your mother in law's bathroom yeah. right now crying, it's gonna yeah. be okay. Take a shot of the flask you brought we, with you, we hope. Dear God, please. You know, yes. think ahead. Yes. Be prepared. If we've taught you nothing. Um, and go out and you'll be fine. Keep your mask on. It doesn't matter that the Republicans are making fun of you. They're going to die from a horrible uh, lung disease. So keep your mask on. If they die from a horrible lung disease, is it still COVID? I'm just. Oh, I mean, that's what I'm I meant is COVID. Kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, fuck oh, them Republicans. Well, I am. So I'm that's all. One of them. Um, that's... Oh, Jesus. I'm not fucking any Republicans, any Democrats, or any Independents. But I there it is. I knew I was waiting for it. And who's that? <laughs> you know my jokes of, too well. Too well. All right. Well, uh, we love you. And again, remember, Harry in the crack and around the hole like a lot and then just kind of fuzzy on the cheeks the I, thought it, I thought you were gonna have like a rhyme like a, a rhyming like a poem harry in the crack something in the back <laughs> jesus ain't uh-huh. whack yeah we'll work I on that know. we'll work on that anyway wow this has been our best episode <laughs> ever i hope everyone has we a already Merry said Christmas. and we will We'll be hitting you up next week with some beautiful patreon episodes because we still got a few of those and then a regular episode uh, for you know, let's more do that on New Year's Eve. Cool. Oh, great. We yeah. don't party. Not this year, anyway. Not this year. Okay. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful okay. Christmas. You can. Are you talking to me? Oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I love you, my dear friend, sister twin. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. And you're like, okay. Anyway. 
Patreon.com. Instagram, hot drinks. Twitter, hot. Okay. They all know. They all know. And if they don't, they can ask. I know. I know. Ask little 20. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas. Get out of your mother-in-law's bathroom.